There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mudhorn Clan cast on the Fangirl Zone. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. And I am Beskar Day. Today we are talking about Chapter 16 of The Mandalorian titled The Rescue, Episode 8 of Season 2, written by Jean Favreau and directed by Peyton Reed, who did a very good job. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's the last episode of the season, and now we have to wait until December of 2021. Ouch. <laughs> and that's assuming everything is able to go on schedule. Right. Because of the pandemic that's still rolling. It's like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, we have waited for other shows. I know Steve and I, some things we've done, we've waited like a long time and it felt like a century. But this one is going to be so hard. The way they they ended the show, it's like, oh my God, why are you doing this to us? Yes. But Anybody what an watch, episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anybody who watched the end of Battlestar Galactica knows how it is to wait. Remember when they split <laughs> the season end? Yes. And moved it to like a year later. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. Okay, so I have a little show note. I was trying really hard not to look at social media. I don't know about you guys, because I didn't have a chance to watch it on Friday when it dropped. And of course, what I seen was, oh my gosh, I'm crying. I'm crying. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. no. Yeah. So I had my tissue. <laughs> I had my tissues ready <laughs> just because I I was scared because so many people were posting it. <laughs> so I was, yes, honestly, like frightened. That was my show note for this. It's like, okay. I was able to breathe when I started watching it because I'm like, all right, nobody's going to spoil it. But I was still pretty tense. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I was so tense I had to share it with both of you. And you're like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. I think I probably watched it, but might have watched it before either one of you did because I watched it Friday morning. I watched it during my lunch. Yeah, it's really hard oh. because my husband and I watch it together, and he's working midnights this week. Oh. So it's like I he got home. It was like nine in the morning. He sat on the couch. He's like, "Yeah, we can watch it." And then ten seconds later, he's snoring. So I'm like, "Okay, we're not watching it." <laughs> I couldn't even get the TV turned on in time. So yes, I was on pins and needles the whole time. And then he slept until he had to work, so I really couldn't watch it without him because he would have probably freaked out yeah. <laughs> so yes that's my show note so do your best to stay off of social media when you have a big finale yes or try to swerve from all those the spoilers but it's not oh. easy. No. It was not easy. <laughs> okay. All right. I think jump in. Then. Yes. The Mandalorian and child continue their journey through a dangerous galaxy. Really? Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thanks. I didn't know that was going to happen. No. Yeah. <laughs> but anything they told us 
any little bit would have ruined the episode. So I on, on this one, I can see just being as generic as possible. That's true. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it, it, now that it, it explains a little what happened on the, they had uh, previously on, and it shows that final warning right. that, uh, that Mando sent to Moff Gideon. It's like, okay, it makes a little more sense now. Right. You're still tipping your hand. You know yes. where he is. So yes. He must know you're coming. But still, okay, it might have softened it a little, I thought. See, I felt like Moff Gideon always knew that Mando was coming for him one way or another. Oh, yeah. No so, doubt. And he would probably like bring Bo-Katan with him. Yeah. Even though you guys had, had theorized that Bo-Katan was going to basically use Mando and like not necessarily yeah. Mando try to use her to help. Yeah. They don't think dark enough. That's that's where my mind goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the Terran universe. I think it's something dark. Nobody's anybody's friend. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, and I was still surprised that we didn't get, well, the guy we left on the planet a couple episodes ago. He didn't come back to haunt no. us yet. So that was a surprise to me. Yep. I really thought he was going to come back. And I mean, even though they let him go and they let him like avenge everything, I was not feeling great. I thought he oh, was going to be You're talking here. about Mayfield? Yep. Yes. I thought he was uh, going to yeah. somehow be a roadblock for us. Yeah. I wish they hadn't let him go. I was going to make him part of the group. Yep. Big chance to get back at the Empire. That's yeah, what's true. pretty much on his mind 24 yeah. 7. I, I think he would have just shot Mom Gideon, yeah. first. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. There wouldn't have been have a whole to, lot happening. Mando would have to take off his helmet and goes, you're ruining the show. <laughs> and Kara can't take him back, so uh, now you've yeah. got to deal with her, because she'd have probably shot him right then and there, too. <laughs> that would have been a mess, yeah. yeah. Well, shall we get into our top three? Oh, my gosh. All right, top three. My, oh, there's so much going on. <laughs> like, it was awesome, but I have to say like my number three moment was pretty much like girl power because they actually had the women representing in this one and not that they were necessarily the focus but they didn't have that uh what's the trope the mary jane trope where the guy has to come and save everything right so i, I did like that that they were kind of holding their own and especially in the uh the cantina fight yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I was like, "Dang!" Toe to toe with uh, with Boba Fett. Yeah, Ooh. so I really enjoyed that. That was my number three. Let's toss the ball over to Steve. What was your number three? Yeah, my number three is basically that same scene, except that because Boba Fett was there and Bo Katan was able to tell that he was a clone immediately, it was like no deal. Yeah, I've heard that voice a thousand times. Yeah, and you go, whoa. And yeah, that, that was interesting because I I'm not that far in the Clone Wars. Right, I'm finishing season one, and then to have Mando turn around and basically tell Bo that he will help take Mandalore back if she will help him get the child back. Well, that almost guarantees where we're going in season three. Yeah. yeah. And that would have been a perfect time for her to say to him, I'm going to need one thing from you. Right. One thing. <laughs> oh, well, she said the, the, the dark saber is mine. Yeah. Don't, don't even go there. But we found out uh, that didn't work. Were you, were you not paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's, that's my number three also, uh, is the 
well, actually, it's Bo-Katan landing the shuttle in the launch tube. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. I mean, they were, nope, we're coming in. Oh, we're scared. Please take us in. <laughs> Crash, bangs, sparks everywhere. And then they just pour off and shoot everybody. <laughs> well, I thought that was interesting, too, because she's blocking anybody else from taking off. And I didn't yeah. think about that at first. I'm like, what is she doing? Why is she just going in? And then it's like when they kind of pull back, it's like, oh, OK, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy's going, clear the launch tube, get that thing out of here. <laughs> it's like a, a, like a Star Wars take on the Trojan horse. Right. You just get uh, in, and instead of waiting for night, this well, we'll just spill out and shoot everybody now. <laughs> yes, all of these stormtroopers who have very bad aim. In <sighs> armor. All right, let's go to number two. My number two would have to be the dark troopers being taken out quickly, but noticing like something scarier than what's behind the blast doors. And that really piqued my interest. I'm like, wait a second. Why did they all of a sudden like, hold on, let's turn around and there's something else coming. Is it like, I can't even remember the monster on the one of the shows that we watch. It's like the bigger predator is what they're going to, to pay attention to, which I thought was weird because it's not like Moff Gideon, like, did anything to tell them, hey, hold on, something's coming, something you really have to pay attention to. So that's like my number two, because it raised a lot of questions, but I thought it was interesting. And it makes me wonder if all the dark troopers, assuming there's more somewhere, are like that. He what do you mean, you loyal to Moff, you mean? No, like, are able to, to I guess, sense, like, w- what's the bigger bad that we have to take care of? You mean why they came back? Why would they no. come back through space? No, because when they were trying to get in through the blast doors to the bridge. Okay, yeah. All of a sudden they stop and they all turn because <laughs> yeah. they know something's coming. Yeah, they, they, they definitely are connected together. So they're, yeah, they notice that their too. numbers were dwindling fast and they go, oh, crap. <laughs> What the yeah, hell's going on out there? The same, yeah, the same network. Yeah, I, that's why I just... But I thought that they showed them stop right away and turn, like, as the X-Wing was landing. I think mm-hmm. they paused, but then they... That's what I, I was questioning. That's why I'm like, well, that was really cool. But it's like, why did they do that? Let's the see what's your number two. Well, my number oh. two is... Moss Gideon played them like a violin. He knew that Bo was coming for the dark saber. He knew Mando was coming for the child. He knew the story behind the dark saber. Mm-hmm. So when the girls get to the bridge, he's not there. Oh, imagine that. He's with Grogu, knowing that he'll have to battle Mando. And if by chance he loses, Mando gets the dark saber and Bo doesn't. That was some damn good evil thinking. <laughs> so you think that was completely calculated? Oh, absolutely. I mean the dark saber part. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the fight, of course. Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely it was. See, that didn't even cross my mind. Yep. I thought he was just backed into a corner. I mean, where else is he going to go? Wait and die at the bridge? Or are you his ace in the hole? Yeah, his, that's uh, baby Grogu. So right. he's got to go there and hold him hostage. Right. Absolutely. You know, I don't know if he retired. knew, but I guess he did that the troopers would be back. Why not? I guess they're, they're just machines. Right. They're just machines. There's no organic component right. to them. So space isn't going to affect them. So, yeah, that was his whole game plan was, yeah, say they get spaced, they'll be back. It's just a matter oh. of time. And yeah. They- I like love digging even, it in to Bo about her not being able to 
take the sword without fighting Mando for it. That, I I have a theory, which we'll get to, but that's interesting. And yeah, Dave, I didn't even think about anything with the, the Dark Troopers either. I wasn't thinking it, or not the Dark Troopers, I'm sorry, with Moff Gideon. I'm just thinking the same way you are. He was doing what he needed to do to survive. Yeah, well, he told him. <laughs> Amanda told him, I'm, I'm coming for you, and I'm right. coming for the baby. Right. You know, so where else is he going to go? He's going to go where the, the most important thing to Mando. Of course. You know, and hold him soft. Hold him hostage. I must have hold him a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that is the furthest place from Bo Katan. So, yeah, I guess yeah. that makes sense. But, Dave, what's your number two? My number two is the Mando uh, trooper fight, the one that made it off the elevator before the doors closed. Right. Hold it. Awesome. This is my floor. <laughs> that was rough. Up. Oh, my goodness. He was bashing Mando's head in there, into the wall there. I'm like, that helmet may hold up, but that's a lot of concussive force. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, he's he's definitely getting his bell rung right there. Yeah. <laughs> He was like clean. He's literally cleaning the floor with him when he's spinning him around everywhere. And there, at one point, he's cutting his way through the wall, trying to get to him. And Mando fires off the bird. Oh, and that didn't work. I'm like, you're screwed, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I picture they're destroying the place. And I think I'm thinking of Scotty on Star Trek. Like, you're ruining a whole bunch of nice technology down there. Get your sword off the wall. Whatever he was using. <laughs> they were wrecking everything around him. But uh, fortunately, Mando had one wild card left that he could use there, which was yes. awesome. Yes. <laughs> okay, was I the only one who did not see that at first? Because I'm like, what, did it shrink? Did he hit a button and all of a sudden it like popped open? Yeah, I because, didn't spot it either. Yeah, I swear that that fear was way longer when he first got it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've watched it twice and I should have paid more attention to see whether you could see it or not. Because you certainly saw the, his, uh, you know, the backside of Mando in the rocket pack, so it must have been strapped there. Yeah, but I feel even with him pulling it out it'd be like hold on hold on yeah (laughs) should have saw it okay so number one the jedi reveal is mine now unfortunately we were wrong about who it might be because well i had mentioned it because of one of the rabbit holes i fell down but i know you guys are like no way that's totally (laughs) playing to the the audience which it i think it worked oh yeah i feel like it established a timeline finally for us based on what they did because yes we're halfway through this. If you don't know by now who the Jedi is, maybe <laughs> stop listening right this second. <laughs> but yeah. yes, Luke Skywalker. And you see, like, he's young enough where it's right after Return of the Jedi. Yep. So, or pretty close to it. So I really liked it. And of course, I like the fact that Mark Hamill was tweeting, Hey, anybody seen anything good tonight? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, oh, he's great. Steve, what's your number one? Same thing. I love the reveal of um, Luke Skywalker. It was great that all we see is the hood and just kicking the dark troopers ass all over the place until he gets closer to the bridge and you see him just use the force, just crushing one. Mm, that was cool. And then you see the glove and you go, oh, That's what yes, I noticed. Yeah. Yes. It is, because the whole time you're going, please let it be, please let it be, please let it be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave, what's your number one? Yeah, it had to be Luke. I, yes. I didn't think they had the courage <laughs> to do it. I wanted them to do it. It had to be Luke. I mean, who else is more powerful out there? Right. It had to be Luke. I just, I was just wondering if they had the courage. I was talking to Steve offline. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I said, it's like they always stay away from Batman. Why are you staying away from Batman on these TV shows? He's Batman. You 
use them. Yes. You know, it's the same thing here. It's Luke. Like, duh, use Luke. So, yeah, I, I like Steve. When I saw this, the X-Wing, the green lightsaber, and then the glove, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I was yelling, oh, my God. I was on the couch, and I'm screaming, oh, my God, and yelling and stuff. And my wife apparently was yelling back down to me, like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I went up there later and said, did you hear me? She goes, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear me? Are you okay? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I still haven't come down. <laughs> Yeah, fortunately, my wife was down here in Texas, so I got to yeah. make all the noise I wanted to. You sure she didn't hear you? Yeah. <laughs> she might have. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on to honorable mentions. Sean? I would have to say Bo-Katan not being able to take the Darksaber because I feel like that's leading to what problems can this lead to? Yeah. I mean, we were joking around like, oh, it has to be in combat. So, you know, my husband and I are like, oh, arm wrestling. Come <laughs> wrestling. But here's my tinfoil hat with it, that it has to be something huge where you basically you, you're if they're still alive, which I think that's a big if. Right. That they have to almost like be in your service and be completely humiliated. So if that's the case, there's no way she can have him come and help her, like take Mandalore back. So I think that we're we're at a major like crossroads right now. That's yeah, it'll I'm... be real interesting to see how they resolve it. That's for sure. I always thought it, that he would become a Jedi or go into Jedi training. Right. Somehow he's not force capable, but as we discussed, he can be made force capable yes. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's still a possibility because that leads to one of my questions that we'll talk about after you guys talk about your honorable mention. Okay. All right. <laughs> My uh, first honorable mention is Kara goes dark because when they first raid that transport ship and that one pilot basically thinks he's going to be BA enough to hold the doctor hostage and just starts going off on how many people they lost on those dead Death Stars and, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Min has to open his mouth about Alderaan and Kara says, nope, I'm not taking it right between the eyes. <laughs> I was surprised though. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was a little surprising, but you could see it coming. <laughs> Did he say he was on a Death Star? Yeah. Yeah, the Death Star that blew up Alderaan. Yeah. Or, well, no, he said I was on the Death Star when she said, which one? Yeah. You know, like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. So what do you do, get a transfer off it <laughs> before it got blown <laughs> up? Yeah. Maybe he, he was in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, got demoted. Gonna go, yeah, you can go <laughs> yeah. the toilets on, on Endor. <laughs> Shuttle pilot. <laughs> let's one see. Too? Do I have another one? I'm trying to remember. Mando removing his helmet for Grogu to say goodbye. Oh, yeah. my God. And that's where the tears were. Yes. <laughs> Especially when his little hand went up and touched his, his face. face. I know. Bye, Daddy. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And then when it was over, I looked at my husband. I'm like, you're not even crying. He's like, no, that was cool. That was sweet. I'm like, I hate you right now. <laughs> It didn't get dusty in my place until I saw our, uh, Mando's eyes water up. Like, yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. I'm, I'm done. Don't start. <laughs> and that it was R2-D2 that basically finished the deal for Grogu because he was able to basically talk to Grogu to tell, basically saying, it's okay. Luke's a good guy. You're, you're going to be fine. Yeah. I thought he was going to open up and be like, come on, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, your honorable mentions? 
Well, I like that fight between uh, Costco Reeves and uh, Boba oh, Fett. That, yeah, that naturally was sweet. in a saloon. Yes, <laughs> that was a close deal. He started strong. She finished strong, oh. and right at the end, it was kind of a draw. But I, I would give her, give it to her on points, as brief as it was. The yeah, fight. agreed. It was a good fight. I think all the fight choreography in this episode was amazing. Yes, yes absolutely. It was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My other one was uh, Seal of Blast doors i think it was uh who said that it was uh, i think that was bo katan or or maybe it was uh fennec yeah seal the blast doors and shit and like well that's not gonna work there maybe think of the classic science fiction movie from 1956 uh, forbidden planet because at the end they're trapped too and they're like seal the blast doors and all these doors like i'm like yeah that's not gonna work and it didn't <laughs> no <laughs> Never does. And nope. even spacing them didn't work. So, right. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. Luke arrived just in the nick of time because Gideon was sitting there just all cocky and confident, like, this is going to end great. I'm still going to get everything I want. And then the TIE fighter flies by and his face just drops. Yeah. I loved his face, especially after Bo-Katan's like a Jedi. Yes. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, you <laughs> yeah. just seen it. It's like, oh, not so cocky anymore. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Cara Dune goes, just one? Yep, just one. That's all we need. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think Moff Gideon was crapping his pants at that point. <laughs> okay, I have questions for you guys before we, we get towards the end here. Did Moff Gideon really take a bunch of Grogu's blood? And if so, because this would have been all off screen, is Mando going to destroy it, nope. you know, before he leaves? He's going to need it if he turns in, if he wants to turn into a Jedi, uh, a Jedi himself, right? Through some type of infusion. Yeah, I can uh, see them. Okay. Actually, that yeah. might be a, that might be a stretch, you know. <laughs> that, but that's the way my mind works, right? And yeah. it is it still aboard the ship? Why not? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not with the Doctor. No, he wouldn't and be coming a, if there was no sign that they experimented on Baby Grogu. No, so that he did look kind of tired. Yeah, well. <laughs> He, he's going through all those stormtroopers. Oh, really? This again? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that was like my big question because I'm like, all right. And then, of course, which we'll talk about the end credit scene. It's like, are we going to still see what they set up? The whole yeah. <laughs> Mandalore, Bo-Katan, basically Grogu with the Jedi training. It's like, where are we going? And are we going to have Mando? Because it's like that I understand that Mando's not the only Mandalorian, but he's what they established for us for two seasons and I just feel like it'd be kind of weird. So it's like, where are we going, really? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're going for the drama on Mandalore. Yep. That'd be my and guess. Do you think that my last question, do you think that now that he took his helmet off, even though it was for family, mm. based on what Bo-Katan said earlier, it's like, no, we can take it off based on some of the other theories out there that you can do it with your family. Will he ever put it back on? Well, the actor says he wants it back on. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I think he would much rather battle with it on. Now, yeah, will he take it off more yeah. than he did this season? Yeah, I think he will. I mean, yeah. that would give Pedro Pascal the FaceTime that he's been wanting. Right. He says but he doesn't want it. He says that's all wrong. He, <laughs> oh, really? Recently, he said, I'd rather, rather portray him with the helmet on. I'm like, what is real? Yeah. <laughs> We're well, in the apparently down. the other stuff wasn't real. If he comes yeah. out and says, yes, I like wearing the helmet, I want to keep it on. 
Yeah, that's just it. You know, I kind of felt like Fennec and Cara Dune were going to like turn around and like, yeah, we didn't see you kind of like Mayfield did. Right. But you just see the helmet on the ground. So it's like, oh, what does this mean? (laughs) I felt like even though that wasn't like the main shot, the helmet on the ground, that that was really significant. Right. Well, Luke's on. Yeah. Baby Grogu's little hand. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be on that for a while. I need to get get that photo and put that on my wall. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ready for some ratings? Let's do it. Okay, Sean, hit us up. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. I'm totally, like, the tears did it. I'm giving it a five. And I five Jedi cloaks. Because I feel like Grogu's coming back in a little, little tiny Jedi cloak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll have to buy one of those, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Grogu with the cloak and the green saber. I can see it next Christmas. And I'm going to give it five out of five Skywalkers. All right, I'm, Dave. Uh, I'm you've been five. our skeptical. What? What? I what? Said you've been our skeptical one this, this season. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it five out of five leaky dark trooper umbilicals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you couldn't top this. It, it's everything I wanted. Yep. <laughs> I really did feel like this this connected like the the original trilogy, you know, and, and it's bringing in the new fans, and I think it's really good. I'm just kind of worried. Yeah, where, we're where, going. where they're going? Yeah, that that's a very valid concern. That's for sure. Because yeah. I mean, you could take this in so many different ways. I mean, yeah, if he decides to follow Luke and Grogu to do Jedi training, we could see half the season there, and then he goes to Mandalore to help Bo-Katan. Or he could go straight to Mandalore and help Bo-Katan, and then go do training. So, who knows? <laughs> or he could God. go by uh, back and see a Akosa. Right. Too. Oh, to tell her what's going on? Yeah. Find, can you find us a way? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe so we'll much. just go back to looking for the armorer. Right. Yeah, she's got to come back, right? Yeah. Because we've yep. seen that the sigil was not in that area anymore. Yep. So she survived because she killed everybody. Mm. <laughs> oh, gosh. There's so many questions. <laughs> like, the more we talk about it, the more questions I have. Right. And uh-huh. even though it really wasn't a cliffhanger, what a hell of a cliffhanger. Because <laughs> oh, you don't yeah. know where it's going to go. Next. Well, well, can we, we? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say. Sorry, I was. I'm segueing. Okay. So we had. We had. We we're going to start with some news, but we, we felt it was better off leaving the news because the show wasn't quite over in the, the post credits, and so Sean can cover that for us. I was just going to say that. I'm like, can we talk All about right. the post credits yes. scene? <laughs> because holy crap! Because we get Jabba's Jabba the Hutt's old palace. Well, palace, whatever. Now run by a quite rotund. <laughs> it's like, what is it? You sit on the the throne and all of a sudden you just start like increasing yeah. in size well of course <laughs> it's the same guy too man yeah was it yes yeah. that but suddenly the the palace is invaded by fennec and boba with bib claiming to have thought that boba was long dead and i'm so happy to see you and did you notice when he sent and i don't know what their alien title is but i swear to god he said mcclunky <laughs> oh. like the same one that han shot or the same type right 
but anyway, so oh, I'm so happy to see you and Phaser. It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, a lot apparently. of people got it in the forehead. <laughs> yeah, Boba was not happy to see you. No, that was awesome. <laughs> and then he just like takes the throne for himself and just sits there. It's like, what the hell? I'm so confused because then the title card says the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, December 2021. It's like, what? <laughs> what does this mean? mean? Yeah. That's why I'm like, where are we going? Seriously. Yeah, new series. I guess or, I guess Ming-Na Wen's going to be in that because she's going to be in another series, too. Yeah. What's it called? The uh, Not the Wild Bunch. The Bad Batch. Yeah. Wait, who's going to be in that one? Ming-Na, Ming-Na Wen. Played Fennec Shan. So she sure doesn't oh. look like she's going to be in the Book of Boba Fett, too. For long. <laughs> Maybe one season before she gets her own. <laughs> yeah. Kid, I hope she j- finds a way to hook up with uh, Philippa Georgiou. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I kick everybody's ass in two in two uh, universes. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome to see. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ming just recently, I think it was probably Saturday that she or Friday night that she posted a, a picture of herself with her season two uh, swag on, and it was like. Hey, there's gonna be more yeah <laughs> you're not done yet i love it <laughs> I, oh there, was something, there was something from her said you shouldn't have told me yeah <laughs> talking to the uh, writer producer hey you shouldn't tell me don't tell me anything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well shall we get to feedback let's go with feedback all right our friend fred from the netherlands has of course graced us with some more feedback so let's hear what he thought about this episode Hello Steve, Dave and Sean and all listeners to the Fangirl Zone. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 8, the Season 2 Finale. And we are really going out with a bang. IMDb gave this episode a 9.9 and I really think it earns it. IMDb scores are always a little sketchy, but in this case I think it's very appropriate, especially with almost 18,000 votes. And that just in a few days. I read some complaints about the recreation of Luke Skywalker, but I think they did a marvelous job. Although you could see it's it's not completely real, it still remains difficult to recreate a human. But what are you complaining about in a series where you have a puppet called Grogu? I think it was great. And also great that at the end credits they put Mark Hamill's name on it. Cool that Ming-Na Wen was in the episode again as Fennec. And of course, Koska and Bo-Katan were in it. But I really wondered where Axe Wolves was. Why weren't they with the three of them? And somebody said uh, on the internet, almost all kills were performed by women here in this episode. And that's true, but well, if you don't put Axe Wolves in it, you're male killing quote is going down. Of course we still have the Mandalorian and Boba Fett. I found the Dark Troopers quite impressive but still not a match for a Jedi obviously. And the end scene was terrific. So what can you do with an artificial human, a puppet, somebody who never takes his helmet off but then finally does? You can create a marvelous end scene. Alright Steve, Dave, Sean, I want to thank you very much for this nice ride with the Mandalorian and see you back at Star Trek Discovery. Greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands. Yeah, Fred. (laughs) Wow. We couldn't agree more how great this episode was. 
I went to IMDb to check the rating, and now it's 27,392 votes, and it's still hanging in at a 9.9. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty impressive, because yes. people are so finicky. Yeah. You got the haters just yeah. looking for something to hate on, and you could see them doing something like that to an episode this good is just try to go into every site they can and say, oh, this was terrible. This was terrible. And they right. just can't accept it. It's it's ridiculous. Right. He didn't look good enough. He didn't look good enough. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> like Fred said, a guy in a helmet, a puppet. <laughs> a little green baby, I know. <laughs> I thought it was great. I totally agree. And I did not realize that most of the kills were actually done by women in this one. Even right. though I'm like, oh, the, the women are like front and center. I didn't realize that the kill count was mostly without. Yeah, they took out all the stormtroopers on the ship. So, and Luke took out all the <laughs> dark troopers. So. Yeah, well, except for one. Mando did get one. (laughs) Sort of. It was observed by somebody on the internet. It might have been Slash Film or the AV Club that said uh, the female fighting here was much less ham-fisted than we saw at the end of uh, Avengers Endgame. Right. When they purposely staged them and had them send them in the battle. This was a lot more organic, so I liked it better, too. Uh, One thing I did hear was, how did her plasma gun jam? (laughs) I thought she was going to shoot the roof out of the elevator. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of expecting it to discharge too. <laughs> but no, that just fixed it right up. Oh yeah, just slam it on the floor. <laughs> well, Fred, as always, we really appreciate your feedback this season and looking forward to hearing from you again on Discovery and the next Star Wars series that comes out next. Yeah, it's like <laughs> whatever you know, it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. And the expanse as well. So thanks again, Fred. Thanks, Fred. I'm going to do my lurch imitation. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Fred. (laughs) So all the boomerless people out there going, who's lurch? Yeah. Lurch, really? Anyway, please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast with good ratings and reviews. It helps other fans of the show find us as there are plenty of other Mandalorian podcasts out there. Tell your friends and hope you are enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. Contact info, Sean. You can find everything over at www.fangirlzone.com. Our contacts page is the easiest place to find us. But we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, on occasion, Tumblr, if I can remember my password. But our contact info, because you can always email us. We love to hear from you and we will reply. It's all on there because it's easier to just click it from our web page. Well, this is Steve. Are you a Jedi? This is Sean Fangirl S. All right, pal, it's time to go. You make me sad again. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Beskar Dave. I haven't been this excited about Star Wars since I dipped my spear in a bottle of blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>